Navigation on International Angels Network. Today is Tuesday, December 4th, 2018. Can you believe it? Hello, December 2019 is just knocking on the door. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, I am Morgan, and I'm coming to you live from Texas. I'm a spiritual coach and energy healer, as well as an angel intuitive, a published author, and I do many, many other things. I'd like to open with a prayer. I invite you to join me. Dear Creator, Great Spirit, God, Universe, Source of all that is, please guide our hearts in remembering who we are, that we are love and light. Please flood Mother Gaia with love and light so that each soul awakens and remembers that we are one human family, one spiritual family. Let people see one another by the unique beauty of their souls. Please help us to replace division with unity, love, and compassion. Guide us to come together in peace and joy. Please send us grace to open our hearts and find our way back to love from whence we came. And so it is. Amen. We'd first like to thank you for joining us here on International Angels Network. We're glad you're here. We're the network that explores the woo-woo, spirituality, metaphysical, and mystical topics. And we talk about angels and spirit guides and signs from spirit, fairies, afterlife, energy healing, the divine, and much, much more. And we love introducing spiritual entrepreneurs. So let's get a few announcements done before I introduce you to my very special guest. Now, if this is your first time listening to us, we're a live call-in show with several ways to call. And the last half of the show, we will be taking your calls for questions for our guest and free mini-readings. So give us a ring at one 4539162 and press 1 to get in the queue. And keep the number handy. It's the same for all of our shows. That's one 4539162 And if you're listening on Blog Talk, you can also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. And on the Blog Talk screen, you'll see a Skype icon while we're live on air at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash International Angels Network. Plus, if you go to our Facebook fan page and you, page and you like the page, you can also listen to our shows there while we're live on air. Whichever way you call, be sure to press 1 with your questions. And you never have to miss any of our shows. You can... Now tune in on Blog Talk or listen on iTunes or on several platforms like Google Play Music, Blueberry, Skechers, TuneIn Radio, Radio Public, Player FM, Podbean, My Podbean, 
My Tuner Radio, and many others. And our live shows are brought to you by Audible by Amazon. And Audible offers thousands of titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And in fact, my guest tonight, Julie Ryan's book, Angelic Attendance, is on Audible. So get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash international angels, which in turn helps support our online network, and for that, we are very thankful. So we'd like to also thank Holistic Light Rejuvenation Center, our network sponsor, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And then also tonight's show is sponsored by www.uniteinthelight.com, which was created by Susie Parrott and myself with the guidance from the Archangels, where we are offering uh, online courses, and it's um, we're starting in January 6, 2019. We have a once-a-month class for five for a five-month online course, and it is called Connect with the Angels, and you'll learn how you uniquely communicate with spirit. Meet your guardian angels and the archangels and how to understand the signs they're sending you and tools to help you strengthen your communication gifts. And each class is interactive with us. So start out the new year with us and the angels and we'll be sharing our experiences and information to help others shift into a higher consciousness and change their lives working with the angels. And you can find more information at www.uniteinthelight.com or you can email us at uniteinthelight444 at gmail.com. So now, let me tell you a little about my guest. I'm pleased to introduce you to psychic and medical intuitive Julie Ryan. I became aware of Julie through her wonderful book, Angelic Attendance, where she beautifully explained everything I knew within and believed as truth as to what happens when we transcend. Julie Ryan is an inventor, a serial entrepreneur, psychic, and a medical intuitive who, have, who has learned how to do woo-woo for more than 20 years ago. And after inventing a number of widely used surgical devices and founding nine companies across the medical, natural gas, and advertising industries, she settled into her natural talent as a psychic and medical intuitive, going on to write her book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. Now, Julie can sense what medical conditions and illnesses a person has and facilitate energetic healing. She can tell how close someone is to dying and communicate with spirits alive and beyond. Julie can scan animals. She can access past lives and remove ghosts from homes and buildings. Julie can answer some of the most pressing questions of life and death. And on her podcast, Ask Julie Ryan, she shares a buffet of psychicness, which she will be sharing with us here tonight. Her website is AskJulieRyan.com, that's R-Y-A-N, and you can find her on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. 
And the best way to reach her is uh, via her website, AskJulieRyan.com. So let's bring on our special guest. Hi, Julie. Hello there. Good evening. Thanks so much Good. for having me on the show. Oh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. I hope all is well with you this evening, and we're just excited it to have is. you here. Good. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. Um, you know, I always like to just dive right in because the time seems to go so quickly. And as many of us, uh, you worked in corporate America, and as most light workers, you offer a number of services. So if you don't mind, I'd like to start with the medical intuitive. And how did you learn to be a medical intuitive? Well, I went to formalized training, Diane, for six years. Mm. Uh, I I spent four times the amount of money learning how to do woo-woo, I call it, that I did to put myself through (laughs) uh, college to get a bachelor's degree. And so I studied a formal curriculum uh, for the first couple of years that was devised by a former NASA physicist. And mm. she did a wonderful job of translating complex quantum physics theories and principles into understandable English for the non-scientific mind, of which I have a non-scientific <laughs> mind. And uh, and so that was that was how I got trained. And then certainly... I have developed my own techniques and methodologies over the years. I've been doing this work now for going on 25 years. This year it'll be 2019. It'll be 25 years. Oh goodness! Oh. So, what do you see when you identify a medical condition in a person? I see the equivalent of what one would see on an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. I connect to the person energetically that I'm scanning. I I turn my abilities on and off at will, Diane. I don't walk Mm. around scanning people because I don't believe it's ethical to do that. And uh, so I only scan with someone's permission. And, excuse me, I I connect to them energetically, and then I shoot energy from their feet up through the top of their head. And it it, it truly is is as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And I can see in my mind's eye broken bones, torn ligaments, viral infections, bacterial infections, inflammation, uh, cancer, other kinds of diseases, leukemia, ALS, whatever. And, uh, and so I'm able to identify as well as facilitate healing. Wow. So then you also communicate you know, there's so many uh facets here i guess that we call it that you have gifts that you have but you also communicate with pets can you explain right. how do pets communicate with you sure tell spirit communication is telepathic whether mm-hmm. it's someone who's alive or deceased or whether it's a pet or a tree or a plant or whatever it all it all is made of energy, and so I'm able to communicate telepathically with that entity. I don't talk to trees that much, but I talk to <laughs> mostly uh, mostly uh, uh, live people and and deceased love with their deceased loved ones, and then also mm-hmm. to pets too. But same thing, communicate telepathically, and then it's the same thing with pets that I see in my mind's eye 
uh, different things that are happening from a medical standpoint. For instance, if we're talking about a medical scan. And then I watch healings occur that really emulate what I saw in the operating room for all those decades when I was in that industry developing products and inventing surgical devices and training reps and helping reps train doctors and and all of the like. Uh, oftentimes I'll see procedures that will emulate what I saw in the actual operating room. And then sometimes I see procedures using devices that I don't think have been invented yet. And that's really fun for me because it appeals to the inventor part of me. Mm-hmm. And and that makes it really fun. But but normally I can describe uh, to someone what's going on, and if it's a medical provider, they'll they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Especially if it's a surgeon, because they will have performed perhaps some of those types of procedures. And then you're also a psychic. Have you always been a psychic, or how did you learn to do this? Same thing. I learned how to do all of this woo-woo stuff. I I um, laugh. I say I'm not one of those psychics who's had dead people chasing her since childhood, or if I did, I didn't know it. I learned <laughs> how to do all of this in my mid-30s is when mm-hmm. I started studying it. And and I think, as with anything, Diane, you know this as well as I, that that when, the more we do something, the better our skills get and, and with lots of practice. Uh, they come in. And, and interestingly enough, the more that I do this, I will oftentimes be marveling at the healings that I watch happen because they seem to be more sophisticated, more uh, just, I, I don't want to say unbelievable, but more out of the box. For instance, mm-hmm. I with cancer patients, I oftentimes will work with their DNA and I can uh, help facilitate and watch in my mind's eye strands of DNA get resequenced, which eradicates mutation in the genome. And that, that uh, healing technique came into me in the past couple of years. <laughs> so I, I called a friend of mine who's a world-renowned geneticist. I said, what the heck am I seeing? And he said, it's called genome editing. And he said, there are five research facilities in the world that are studying it. And uh, and he said, nobody's seen it yet. Nobody's been able to prove it right now. It's a hypothesis, and there's no way you would know about it. And I said, well, obviously I do, because I just described it to you. And I told you I've seen it on multiple clients. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of some of the really advanced healings that I witness and describe. And and then other other different specialties, depending on what needs to be healed. I'll I'll call other friends who are surgeons or specialist medical providers. I'll say, what the heck am I seeing? And likewise, <laughs> they'll say, there's no way you would know about that. And I'll say, well, obviously I did because I just told you about it. Exactly. <laughs> so it's really exactly. fun. And I, and I like find you're that, seeing. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say it, it's interesting because I find that the like anything else, the more I do it, the better I become, and right. and uh, right. and uh, um, more fantastic the healings are that I mm-hmm. yeah, and you know it's one of my my 
truths as well. I think it's uh, our our gifts are like muscles, and the more we use them, the stronger they get. But it sounds like that you're seeing something in a parallel plane that hasn't even reached this plane yet. So otherwise, how could you know about that? <laughs> That's right. Well, it, it, yeah. it's hilarious because these guys, I have kind of this posse of advisors. That's what I call them, and my posse. And and they know me well enough, and I've worked on them personally. So initially, some of them called me, and they said, okay, I have patients that have, that have worked with you, and, and they're, uh, they're either healed from whatever was going on with them and or the x-ray or the MRI is different from before you did whatever you did to them. So what are you doing and how are you doing this? And, and invariably I'll, they'll ask me to scan them personally and then mm-hmm. I'll pinpoint things that there's no way I would know because I just met right. them on the phone. Right. So that, that makes a believer out of somebody really fast. Yes, yes. Amazing. So in your book, The Angelic Attendance, you write about the 12 phases of transition that you have witnessed when someone is ready to transcend. Can you tell us about them? Certainly. I have worked with many, many countless uh, families when they have a loved one who's dying and also families who've just lost a loved one. And I can go back and I can do an instant replay like you see on a football game (laughs) that you're watching on TV, Mm -hmm. you know, when they do an instant replay of a touchdown or something. And I, I can describe to them what phase their loved one is in. And that's going to give us a clue as to how quickly they're transitioning. And we are spirits attached to bodies having a human experience. And unlike what most of us are taught, Diane, in our churches or our religions or our schools, um, that the spirit is somewhere in the chest area of the body, what I perceive is that the body is inside the spirit. And that's why... Mm -hmm. When you look at a picture of a religious figure and you see a halo around their head or around their whole body, that's mm-hmm. their energy field. It's their spirit. Right. It's their aura. Right. It's all the same and stuff. And their aura. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So mm-hmm. when, I, when I scan somebody and they're dying, that spirit separates from the body and it stays attached onto the top of the head. And it looks like a bubble, like the kind of bubble that you'll see in a cartoon where the characters thoughts and or words are cartoon caption and and then as they progress through the 12 phases there will be deceased loved ones who will show up it's normally it's always the closest maternal relative who's deceased so if the person's mom's deceased then it would be the mom running the show in the spirit world mm-hmm. if the mom's still alive it'll be the maternal grandmother if she's still alive, it'll be her mother. It's, it's interesting that it's always on the maternal side. And, uh, and then the paternal side shows up as well. And it's really fascinating to me, Diane, that they show up and the mother spirit is the one that calls in the angels. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It's, uh, I, I and I got angel bumps us, on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, most of us believe that the angels are there first. And the guardian angel certainly is all the time with us. But, no, it's the mother spirit. It's the maternal spirit that calls in the angels to help the person transition. So we moms think that we're done 
raising our kids once they're grown and moved away and have lives of their own. And I'm here to tell you, ladies, we're still <laughs> we're still taking care of our kids from from heaven and helping them. Uh, like my mother used to say, they're for many lives. <laughs> so, exactly. And exactly. I I really loved that in reading your book. Um, you know, how you described how the different spirits come in and the angels come in and the different phases. It was just absolutely beautiful. Uh, you know, I recommend to everybody to get Julie Ryan's audiobook today, and her book is called Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. And you can redeem that on Audible at www.audibletrial.com international angels that can be your free audiobook which to help help support our network as well and we appreciate that and you know I just can't say enough about your book because for me it was like everybody needs to read this book because there's such a fear of death and it was just such a beautiful description of what happens So tell us what are some of the universal experiences that people have when they are dying? Well, uh, oftentimes, and this is even in the hospice literature, Diane, people who are dying will, will tell their loved ones that they're seeing other deceased loved ones, like their mom or their Mm -hmm. wife or sometimes religious figures. And, and that Mm -hmm. is, part of the phases is deceased loved ones start showing up. The parents, the mom shows up first, the deceased maternal spirit, the deceased paternal spirit, then the angels come in. And then deceased loved ones start showing up around phase six. And they multiply as the person gets closer and closer to death. And I call them the welcome to heaven committee. (laughs) Mm, That's beautiful. Welcome, welcome (laughs) wagons. Uh They had welcome wagon, and these these ladies would bring these baskets full of goodies to your house when you moved into a new neighborhood. So this is a a takeoff of the welcome wagon, ladies. It's the Welcome to Heaven Committee. And and deceased uh, pet spirits are there as well, which is really fun. So, mm-hmm. so that's what the the dying person will see is, and and they may say, okay, Jesus is here. Or I can see my my guardian angel, or my mother is here, or they'll talk to them, because mm-hmm. as someone is dying, they have one foot in this human reality and one foot in the spirit world. Right. So they're mm-hmm. kind of teeter tottering between the two. So I tell mm-hmm. people, when when Grandma starts talking to her deceased loved ones we all tend to think that grandma's hallucinating and she's not, she's actually right. able to see them. Right. And right. The bail anybody was that's worked, in. yeah. 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 And anybody yeah. that's worked in the hospice industry will concur with that. They will, mm-hmm. they will tell you un, unlimited stories about yeah. their patients doing that. Well, and I experienced that with uh, a sister-in-law that had that, that transcended, a few years back, and when I was there, she said, who is that man standing there? It looks like an angel. He's got wings. And I said, it is one of your angels. And it just seemed to bring her peace as she was going through the process. So, yeah, Yeah. I could see where that would be a universal thing. You know, I had an experience in my 20s that I was told was due to the anesthesia, uh, which I knew in my soul that, I left my body that day, and mm-hmm. the events that happened in me 
me going through the tunnel and as you described in your book, uh, you know, like being sucked back down. But it was my choice at that time because I said I'm not ready to go yet. And it was all of a sudden I was just like going backwards through a funnel being jerked back into and hovering over my body before I went back in it. So have mm-hmm. you witnessed and and do you know, do is this what a near death experience is and have you witnessed something like that? Yes, that is absolutely what a near death experience is and there's lots of literature and and my goodness just google it near death mm-hmm. experience and it's right. it's there are thousands of cases that there's no way that they can be as similar as they are because, Diane, they cross cultural lines and socioeconomic lines and educational mm-hmm. lines. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, there's just no way that people right. living out in the Amazon, you know, that are uneducated, <laughs> that are having the same experiences as, you know, some professor at Oxford or Harvard or someplace. Right, right, and, exactly. And it's, and it's the same darn experience. So mm-hmm. there's no way that that isn't, isn't the case. Uh, I think it's fascinating that with all of that information out there, certainly scientists and the medical community uh, don't give it much validity. And there are people that are conducting research based on the parameters that are utilized in in most conventional research as we know it to try and prove it. But anybody that's experienced it, like you have, um, you know it was real. I knew it was real when it happened, exactly. I know what I saw, exactly. You're exactly right. right. I know what I saw. And when the doctor said, oh, that was the anesthesia, a lot of people experienced that. And I'm just looking at him like, I'm not stupid. I know what I saw. Uh-huh. I know what uh-huh. just happened to me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, they they just don't have the wherewithal to explain it. I think um, so, inter- Yeah, and interestingly enough, my book talks about what happens as we're dying, as we're transitioning. There's mm-hmm. lots of information out there about near-death experiences, certainly the the five stages of grief and there's lots of information written about the afterlife and about right. how do we grieve the loss of a loved one. But I, in my research before I, I did my book, Diane, I, I couldn't find anything that was out there that talked about what, what really happens when we're dying. And that's the part that most of us are afraid of. Right. Is, exactly. Is exactly. And you're right. I have never seen anything and I'm an avid reader and I have, never seen anything explaining what happens, what is the process, mm-hmm. who's there to greet us, uh, does everybody go to heaven, you know, these questions that I think are universal questions with everybody. And mm-hmm. so your book, you know, that's why I said I, I think everyone should read your book because it is so beautifully written and gives so much detail step by step, phase by phase. Um so, you know, well, I'm just in you. awe. It, I, I'm just in awe because no. it's been a long time coming is what I'm hearing from spirit. And so, again, you know, thank you for writing that book. Oh, you're welcome. And it has heartwarming stories in it. I think when people hear the title, 
what really happens as we transition from this life into the next, they think, ah, that just sounds like it's going to be really depressing. And it's not. It's no, very it's not. very heartwarming. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And uh, two, two quick stories. One, um, the best that I can have found in my research of anything that um, that remotely describes the 12 phases of transition that I witnessed comes from a prayer called in paradisum, which stands for into paradise in Latin, Diane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it looks like it originated in a fifth century Gregorian chant. This prayer did. And it's still to this day said at the end of every Roman Catholic funeral, it's a prayer mm-hmm. that's said during a, a funeral mass. And I have to believe that what I see in my mind's eye, people have seen since the beginning of time, and perhaps it took until the fifth century for someone who was learned enough and educated enough, and most of the, the best educated men at that time were in monasteries because they were the record keepers. You know, they wrote, wow. they wrote the manuscripts. And so perhaps it just took until the fifth century for somebody to be educated enough to write down what all these people have seen. And I think as we have become more well-educated and, and scientifically based, we want proof for stuff in order to believe it. Whereas throughout history, most of our learning was, was done orally through stories and parables. Mm-hmm. Look at the Bible for heaven's sakes. So that was mm-hmm. the first thing. And then the other thing I wanted to share uh, that piggybacks on your point or your comment that you made a minute ago about about your spirit guides were telling you that that it was time that somebody wrote something about this. I one of my my main spirit guide is a dead pope, and <laughs> his mm. name is Clement. I remember Smith. reading that. Yeah, remember that. <laughs> and and for your listeners, just a quick story. I. I was with my mentor and teacher, and she was doing a healing on me, and this dead Pope spirit showed up. And my family, my deceased family members and loved ones and some other spirit guides are always in the room helping with the healing when I'm having a healing done on me. And so anyways, this Pope shows up, and I said, well, who are you? And he said, I'm Clement. <laughs> and I said, well, there was a Pope Clement? <laughs> I never heard of a Pope Clement. And he said, yeah, it was number six. He was laughing. And I said, well, can I help you? And he said, yeah. He said, you're supposed to teach the world about what happens when somebody's dying because everybody's so afraid and it's ridiculous they're afraid that all this nonsense has been made up by man throughout the centuries. And that's your that's your mission, one of your missions here in this lifetime. And I, I said to him, no, you don't understand. I'm a businesswoman. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Out there. You talk to him like I talk to mine. Wait a minute. Well, we must talk about this a minute. <laughs> and so, long story short, obviously I did. Seven years after the fact, after he first came to me, and and it was funny when I left my mentor's office, I was sitting in the car and I thought, I'm just going to Google Pope Clement the Sixth and see if anything comes up. Well, he was in office during the bubonic plague, Diane, when, (laughs) you know, he's best known for his prayers for the dying and his prayers for the dead. Two-thirds of Europe were, were, you know, died from the bubonic plague. (laughs) So I'm thinking, okay, I can't make this stuff up. (laughs) 
and and he died and said, oh, this wasn't so bad. Somebody needs to write about it. Oh, I think I'm going to get Julie to do that. (laughs) I know. And I, and I, I said to him, I live in the deep south. I live in Birmingham, Alabama. I said, I live in the deep south. I'm going to have the clan burning across in my front yard. I'm going to do it. Here I am. Kind of like in Texas. I'm called the fortune teller down the street. So, yeah, exactly. I get it. Yeah. Got one of those neon signs that says psychic in your window. Excuse me. No. <laughs> oh, well. Julie, we're already into the last half of our show, so let me give a few announcements, and when, then we'll take callers. Uh, at one five one six four five three nine one six two, be sure and press one to get in the queue with your questions for Julie. But first, this week's shows on International Angels Network. Tomorrow, Wednesday at nine p.m. Eastern, December fifth, is Angel Talk with Sue with Sue Broom, and she'll have open lines and readings. Then Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, December 6th, Walking with Spirit with Dr. Ruth Anderson. Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, December 8th, is Angelic Light with our London host, Susie Parrott. And she will have open lines and readings. Our 4 p.m. Saturday program, Divine Guidance with Shishi O'Donnell, will be returning on January 5th. Then Sunday, December the 9th, at 7 p.m. Eastern, Mystic Connections with our founder, Claudia Ibarra, and her special returning guest, Fairy Lady, Karen Kay. So it's going to be a fairly magical show. And then next Tuesday, December 11th, join me back here with my special guest, channel writer, author, Catherine McIntyre. And you can connect with me on our website at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Diane, that's D-I-A-N-N-E. If you want to know more about working with me, you can go to my website, dianemorgan.com, or message me on Facebook at Diane Morgan Angel Navigation. And I do offer distance or in-person healing sessions, teachings, and angel guidance readings. And what else? Uh, Oh, also you might want to take a look at our International Angels Network Spiritual Entrepreneurship Program under the Membership tab on our website where we provide one-on-one help and tips that will help you create and expand your spiritual business plus your own IAN webpage and a listing in the IAN directory. We advertise your business and much more. And we offer ongoing support, coaching, and mentoring for all spiritual entrepreneurs worldwide not just angel practitioners. And if it's time to grow your tribe and you no longer have to go it alone, find more details on our website under the Membership tab. And you can also find out all about our hosts there and what they've got going on, like Connect with the Angels with Susie Parrott and myself and the Angels, and Sue Broom's new course, Channel Writing with Mom. If you you would like to have uh, one or more conversations, this course will give you techniques to do just that. You can make this a regular thing with your loved ones or with many of your loved ones. Plus, Sue's free course is still available, Memory Shared with Your Loved Ones. And both courses have a wonderful downloadable meditations. And you can also go to um, empowerment the number 4 com for more information. And if you want to be a guest on our shows, Fill out the short form on our website under the guest tab. 
And all of this and more can be found at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com. And if you're interested in contacting Julie, it's ask Julie, J-U-L-I-E, Ryan, R-Y-A-N.com. So, Miss Julie, are you ready for some callers? Sure. Bring them all. All right. Uh, let's do, first we've got a couple of Facebook questions. We've got Katie, and uh, I'm probably going to really mess this up, Gnup, I believe. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Grongethi. Anyway, she says, hi, can you please give me a reading if you can connect with my grandmother in spirit? Sure. Yeah. Does she have a question for her grandmother? Uh, She doesn't have a question. She just wants to know if you can connect with her and if she has a message for her. Yeah, sure. Okay, so my eyes are closed, Diane. I'm watching a laser beam go from my body. It's going to hook into Katie's body. And got her, her grandmother's standing to her right, at her right shoulder. So I assume Katie's listening. Mm -hmm. And... Okay, something about tea and cookies and something with a holiday thing. So, um, you know, we're getting into the holidays and grandmas are known for <laughs> doing cookies and treats for their grandkids. But she's, she's talking about that, that she wants you to, Katie, she wants you to do cookies and serve tea. So I don't know if that makes sense to you, but my guess is she must have, done maybe Christmas cookies or some kind of a cookie party or you bake cookies with her or something along those lines and and maybe she drank tea and she's saying tea and hot chocolate so I don't know if that resonates but that's what's coming in right now okay and then we have a Janie Versefield and she says she needs to connect to her life partner who passed suddenly She's in the hospital, but she's, it's like someone's telling her he's still alive. And so she's wanting to know if you can connect with him on the other side. Yeah, I'm not getting that he is. I'm getting that he's deceased, that he has already already passed. Uh, Was she in a, I wonder, it looks to me like they're pretty banged. She was pretty banged up. So car accident, something Okay, she is saying now that she lost her soulmate in the blink of an eye. There was not anything wrong with with me. He was murdered in a hospital. Oh, interesting. All right. So she's so, wanting to know what you get on that. I get a yes on that. Uh, I don't believe that it was, uh, I think it was accidental. I don't think it was planned. I don't think it was, you know, motivated. I think it was it was an accidental with treatment, through treatment. Mm-hmm. Okay. We you know, like he got you. too much of a drug or he had a reaction or something along those lines. Right. like it. Okay. Jenny, we hope that helps you and uh, also Katie. And now we have a live caller, Su- Suzanne calling from Long Island. Suzanne, are you there, sweetie? Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my phone call. Yes, how can we help you this evening? 
Well, I don't know if you could answer this one. When do you see a relationship coming in? Hi, Suzanne. Hi. Uh, so for your for you, you mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Spirits are really literal. So the more precise and concise we can be when we ask questions, the the more uh, the useful information will be that will come in. When we ask generalized questions, I try and refine it down to get more specific. And that's why it was just making sure that it was for you. Um, so is there a relationship with a significant other that will happen here for Suzanne? I get a yes in the next six months. Yes. In the next, see how I'm refining it down? In the next 30 days, no. In the next 60 days, no. In the next 90 days, yes. Now, here's the deal with future events, Suzanne. Future events are fluid. There are about a bazillion variables that can affect a future event. So things that are happening at this moment are set. Things that have happened in the past are set. All right, things in the future you know, one variable can change and it can change an outcome. So I can give you future events at this moment in time. This moment in time, you have a very high probability of meeting a significant other within the next 90 days. Does that help? Yeah, yeah I went on a blind date on Friday and I went on another date today, but I don't yeah. know. It's, it's not yeah. that he's not in person. It's just I'm like, do you, it's, when you get older, is it because they have a job and they're nice? Okay, you know. Well, Well, Suzanne, just have faith that in the next, you know, six months that someone is going to come into your life. And, you know, the the thing about that, Suzanne, too, is is that pay attention to the things that you like about this person, you know, when you're dating. Okay, so you got with Sam, and you like these things about Sam, and there are a few things that you're not crazy about, and just go, okay, well, I like these things about Sam, and I like these other things. And then you'll attract the next person. And then do the same thing. I think we tend to talk to our girlfriends about the negative things about somebody that we date. And we need to focus on the positive things mm-hmm. and, then, mm-hmm. and then build on that. So, um, but we, you know, we can ask a specific question. Is the gentleman, do you, know his, can, do you want to share his name or would you rather not? No, that's all right. Um, it's a okay. second date. I'm not saying he's a bad person. Yeah. Well, Suzanne, thanks for calling. We have lots of callers. Oh, okay. All right, sweetie. Have a good evening. Bye, Suzanne. Thank you. Bye. We have Mary from Florida. Mary, are you with us? Yes, I am. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, Hi, Julie. Dear, how can we help you? Uh, well, I've been dealing with a medical issue for quite a long time and it doesn't seem to get a resolution, and I'm wondering if you can pick up anything regarding the issue and um, if I will be getting some help with this. Sure, sure. Hi, Miss Mary. My laser beam's heading south from Sweet Home, Alabama to hook into you in Florida. Oh, nice. Okay, got, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head, being turned around. So I'm seeing a hologram of you in my head, Mary, and I'm watching you get turned around, and I'm seeing lots of inflammation in your back. Inflammation just looks like red fog to me. 
Mm-hmm. And so what I'm doing is I'm getting that calmed down with anti-inflammatory energy, which kind of looks like a royal blue fog, which is just giving you the details here. And um, let me see. You've got, you have some, uh, uh, they're probably calling it degenerative disc disease, but especially on the left side, I can see some of your lower vertebrae are starting to disintegrate some, and you've got some bulging discs. Are you having back pain? Well, um it's not the primary thing that I had initially called about, but there is a secondary issue. And several weeks ago, I started out at, right after finishing some antibiotics for the other issue, I started to get a very stiff neck, and I've had it ever since. I've been getting mm-hmm. some acupuncture, and I just had an x-ray today, so I'm not sure. So. That is a good possibility. Uh, it is on the left side, and I'm unable yeah. to really turn my neck. But the main issue I've been dealing with is uh, recurring UTIs, inflammation in and around those areas. Okay. Well, interestingly enough, Mary, when I get somebody on my radar, the energy always goes to the most pressing issue first, mm-hmm. and then... I'll make multiple passes through them, and then other issues will show up in descending order of importance. So even though you've been dealing with UTIs, and I'll look at that here if we have time, Diane, um, the, your, your skeletal is what's going on. I, I think it would make sense for you. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what your, um, what your scan shows. But what I'm watching is I'm watching a quick healing happening on your back, and it's regenerating those those vertebrae that are starting to disintegrate a little bit. I've watched the discs get put back in place, and this very fine netting has been placed between the vertebrae to hold the the um, discs in place. It, it's really similar to what I've seen utilized in surgery it, to keep arteries and, and um, vascular systems open. Mm-hmm. It's called a graft material. So I watched that happen. Um, do I have time to check her for the UTI, Diane? Yes, go ahead. Okay, all right. Let me go in there and see what's going on. So so when you go to the, the doctor and they do a urinalysis, they're saying that you do have UTIs or it just feels like you have a UTI? Well, pretty much it shows positive, but then there's times when it doesn't. Uh-huh. I'll still have some symptoms, and I've got uh-huh point where I'm no longer responding to the uh, the medications I'm being given, and I was told yeah. that perhaps I'm, I may need to go in the hospital or something, which I'm trying to fight <laughs> very much, so I, I don't really want to do it that. It looks to me like you've got an overabundance of candida yeast, which can cause a lot of pain, and it feels like a UTI, but it's not a UTI. and. Go on my website, Mary, and, and sign up for a, a private consult. You'll see a button there. Let's do a deep dive on you. We can reverse engineer your symptoms. We'll do healings. We'll figure out what the heck the cause is and, and help get you feeling better real fast. Mm-hmm. Do you see any resolution coming, like, for the path that I'm on right now? Meaning? Well, I'm trying to acupuncture now uh, in addition to... Uh, the regular therapy and trying to I go think and... you need I think you need to eradicate the yeast that's in your system mm-hmm. and, Mary, uh, yeah if she if she, you can go on uh, Julie's website okay uh, we have several other callers 
but right. we do appreciate you calling. Thank yeah, you. but that that'll make you feel better, Mary, real fast. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay, thank Thanks you. Good night. All right, next we have Donna from California. Donna, Hi, are you Julie. with us? I'm here. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Donna. Um, yeah, I can hear my mother once in a while. I'm very sensitive, and I hear my nephew, who's on the other side, too. And my mom's message about six months ago was that I was going to be rewarded. And then about five days ago in my daily meditation, which I do for a half hour every morning, I've been doing that for over 30 years, I heard a message come in and said, it's coming soon. So I have been praying to meet a fellow, get married, and also for more money to come into my life so that I can do some traveling abroad. And I was just wondering mm-hmm. what you were picking up, please. Sure. Okay. And what's your mom's name, Donna? Her name's Anne. Okay. All right. So I'm going to connect you, and then your mom will be standing to your right. That's where they always hang out when I get them on my when I get somebody on my radar. So, okay. Got you. Got your mom. She's telling me you're going to be recognized oh, for the work that recognized for the work that you do. Um, do you volunteer? Do you do charitable work? No. Okay. No, I pretty much just go to the gym and go to the beach and read and you know go visit my brothers and sisters i have seven of them and just do that i'm oh my 64 God. i'm all by myself i don't have kids or anything well she's telling me you're going to be recognized for the work that you do that's what's coming in it's come in three times oh. now oh okay so no i believe it maybe okay maybe maybe you're going to start doing something and then you'll be recognized <laughs> for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> beautiful thank you donna have a good evening thank you for calling Thank you. We have Jen from Iowa. Jen, are you hi, there? Jen. Yes, hi, thanks for taking my call. How can we help? Sure, hi, hearts? Jen. Hi, so mine's more of a medical question. Um, okay. I have a couple of things going on, um, some neck, back issues, with headaches, um, but I was more recently diagnosed with pulmonary embolism. Do you oh. see the clots? Um, dissolved or is it heading in that direction oh gosh so are you on medicine yes yes and then I'm having some female issues as well which I see someone tomorrow for oh okay all right so got you on my radar let me shoot energy okay so I can see the embolism we're just going to bust it up so it's not an issue so this is a healing. Um, it, has, it reminds me of that laundry detergent commercial where they pour all temperature cheer or whatever on a stain and it busts up into a bunch of little teeny tiny particles. That's what I'm watching happen. So that it will absorb back into your system. Okay. Do you have endo? What's going on female-wise? You, your uterine lining is very thick. Are you hemorrhaging? What are you doing? What's going on? Um. I haven't had a period in two months. I'm definitely mm-hmm. not pregnant, and mm-hmm. um, a little bit of discharge, but not spotting. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, your endometrial lining is very thick. Like, uh, 
you know, maybe you were pregnant or you thought or your body thought it was going to be pregnant, you haven't discharged it. So um, I'm glad you're going to get checked. Okay. Do you have to worry about, like, cancer or anything? No. Nah. Nah. No. And it'll get resolved? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't see anything uh, malignant going on. I just see that your uterine lining is really thick. Looks like you're about okay. ready to have a period. Oh, good. Okay, Jan. Any other issues I should be worried about? Well, again, go on my site, AskJulieRyan.com, schedule a consult, or call into my show sure. on a Thursday night, and I'll and I'll be able to scan you. Okay, thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Jan. Jan. Have a good evening. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. And I have to remind you that energy healing work is not intended to replace standard medical diagnosis, treatment, and monitoring of disease. It is not suggested that you stop taking any medication or treatment without express permission from medical doctors. And these methods are not intended as a replacement for traditional forms of medical care provided by your physician. Energy healing should be used in addition to medical treatment. Thank you. And I agree, we have, Diane. It, it's complementary care is right, what I call right. it. Right. Yeah, That's I what agree. I say. It goes hand in hand with it. I agree. Uh, yeah. We have time for it. We've got a couple of more callers. Let's, uh, Melvin from Georgia. Melvin, are you there, sweetie? Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much for taking my call. You're very welcome. Hi, How can we help you? Hi. Are you all tonight? Okay. Great. Yes, uh, You're down in my neck of the woods, my man. <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, you're down in my neck of the woods. I'm in Birmingham. Oh, okay. You got, you got you about got four minutes, Julie. Really. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, I just want to talk about my medical health. Uh, but basically, it, it, uh, I wanted to – well, I just want to know, do you see me moving? Because I don't oh, know if you have, are you uh, moving to a new I, home? Yes, I, I want to move into one of those habitat homes. Uh huh. I stay in a two-bedroom apartment now, but how uh-huh. soon do you be moving out of this apartment? I get within the next year at this moment in time, Melvin. Uh, I'm getting within the next year. What? It's going to be a, a whole twelve months, or? Well, within the next year is what I'm getting. Um, you know, we can refine it down. Within the next six months, no. Within the next six to 12 months, yes. So it'll be within the next year, probably longer than six months at this okay. moment in time. But again, as I was saying to one of our other callers, that that, that can change based on a bunch of different variables because things that are in the future you know, are affected by free will and other other variables that can affect an outcome. Okay, all right. And uh, okay. I, I I know you all don't have time for a second question, but thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank Thanks you, Melvin. Thank you for calling. Uh, we have maybe three minutes. We have Andrea from Virginia. Hi, Andrea. Andrea. Hello, Andrea from Virginia. Going once, going <laughs> twice. Oh, 
All right. Uh, I'm guessing she's gone. So, Julie, I just want to thank you. Um, are there any last words that you might have um, for our listeners? Sure, sure. It, it's that uh, we all have the ability to learn and, and be able to do whatever we want. Uh, I think curiosity is the key. That's how I learned to do all this woo-woo stuff. I was curious about it. And, uh, and learned how to do it. So mm-hmm. um, you can find all my information. You've mentioned it, AskJulieRyan.com. Schedule consults. My, the information on my show on Thursday nights is there. My book and links are there to, um, you know, all the places you can get it. It's in paperback and digital and also audiobook form. And, and I'm just so grateful that I had the opportunity to be on your show. Thanks for the invitation. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having you. And I hope you've all enjoyed our show. And again, thank you all for tuning in and sharing this time with us. And you can join me back here next week for more Angel Navigation. Until then, guys and dolls, I'm sending you blessings on Angel Wings. I pray you have a good week. God bless. And we're going to end with a prayer. Dear Archangel Azrael, Please protect and help our loved one who has finished their time here on earth and are now on their way back to the divine light. Please bless this journey and surround them with walls of angels and other family and friends who they can now rejoin back in heaven. Keep them safe. Remove bad karma and cut any cords of fear still connecting them to something or someone here on earth. Archangel Azrael, please surround any grieving relatives and friends so that they can heal their grief in a healthy way. May they feel your angelic presence and be reminded of the beauty of life and to remember the good times that have been shared and to know that you each share the same memory on both sides of the veil. Please give the strength for all to carry on in their lives and to remove any fear about death. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. My pleasure. Thank you. Happy Good night, holidays. all. Merry Christmas. Oh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Good night, everybody. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>